0: As they said, they saved the best for last. But I don't know if I'm the best. But I will try to do my best. How's that? So glad to see everyone here today. And yes, I am a little bit nervous. So just kind of bear with me. My topic is faith of Jesus. But before I get to that, I just want to recap a little bit about the other faith of the man. Noah. In Hebrews 11, 6-7, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. Now, not knowing what's to, you know, that you haven't seen, Noah's faith of God determined the outcome of that, because he wanted to follow God. Genesis 6, 8-9, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was just a man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. Let's look at the faith of Abraham. When God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice, he... Who embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. Even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and so in a matter of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the death. Abraham was ready to sacrifice his one and only son, because that's what God had asked him to do. He had great faith. Let's look at Moses real quick. By faith, Moses had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along the people of, along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. Now why would you think he would want to do that? Because his faith in God, he did not want to be the pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ, as a greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. I've got one here too. The birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant with the Holy Spirit. because he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So when Joseph woke up, what did he do? He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. All great faith. And what do you think they had in common? The common faith of God. They wanted to do what God wanted them. God wanted them to do, and they kept their faith with it. So faith of Jesus, to me, is the ultimate faith. And you say, how's that? The ultimate, highest of highest, greatest of grace, faith. Jesus had because it was always with him. And you say, how do I know that? If you will look at John 1, 1 through 5. That's how I know that Jesus had the faith with him at all times. Let's look at some examples that we had. Now, I want to start with one that a lot of us are familiar with. Let's read the account of Jesus in Jerusalem. And that's in Luke 2 41 52. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth. But Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the travelers. But he didn't show up that evening. They started looking for him among the relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. Now, at age 12, Jesus was considered almost an adult, so he probably didn't spend a lot of time with his parents during the festival. Those who attended the festivals often traveled in caravans for protection from robbers along the roads of the Palestine. The women and children would usually travel at the front of the caravan and the men would bring up the rear. Now, a 12-year-old boy could have conceivably been in either group, so both Mary and Joseph probably assumed that Jesus was with the other one. But when the caravan left Jer- Jerusalem, Jesus stayed behind, absorbed in his discussion with the religious leaders. To me, that's telling me that his faith... And God is doing the will that he wants him to do. And that's proclaiming the gospel to others and telling them what God expects out of them. All right, and now let's look at Matthew 4, 1 through 11. And there, Jesus is being tempted by the devil. And we all know what that's going to be. All right. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. I don't know about you, if I was getting hungry, I might have to do something. <laughs> but he had faith in God that was He's going to take care of him. Jesus told him, says, said, no. The scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Well, then the devil took him to the holy city of Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, if you're the son of God, jump off, for the scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect you. And they will hold you up with their hands. So you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded. The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. Next the devil took him to the peak of the very high mountains and showed him all the kingdoms of all the world in their glory. I will give it all to you. Imagine Satan saying he's going to give you all of that. And he's come from God. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Of course, the devil went away and the angels came and took care of Jesus. This temptation by the devil shows us that Jesus was human. And it gave Jesus the opportunity to reaffirm God's plan for his ministry. It also gives us an important example to follow when we are tempted. Jesus' temptation was an important demonstration of his sinlessness. He would face temptation and not give in. How many times do we think our faith is strong, but we're tempted? Do we uh, falter? Do we give in? Jesus didn't because he knew the Father's will. 'cause he's from the Father. Now let's look at Jesus in Matthew eight, twenty three through twenty six, where he's asleep on the boat. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake, with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. I can't imagine me being asleep during a storm in a situation like that. If I had the great faith that Jesus did, yes, I could do that. But me, as a right here, it'd be kind of hard to do. But Jesus was sleeping, the disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. And what does Jesus say? He responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man, they asked. Even the winds and waves obey him. Next, I'd like for you to look at Matthew, three, thirteen through seventeen. The baptism of Jesus. Then Jesus went from Galilee, Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John, but John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you. He said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and sitting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy because he keeps the faith of God. So why did Jesus ask to be baptized? It was not for repentance of sin because Jesus never sinned. We must carry out all that God requires refers never sinned. We must carry out all that God requires refers to accomplishing God's mission that John had played a role in initiating Jesus saw his baptism as validating and advancing God's work. It wasn't about him, it was about his faith. <laughs> this next one, Peter walked on water in Matthew 14, 25 through 31. And about three o'clock in the morning Jesus came toward them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water they were terrified in fear they cried out, It's a ghost. Jesus spoke to them at once, don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. And Peter says, called out to him, said, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. So Peter went over to the side of the boat because Jesus says, Yes, come. And he walked on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong winds and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord. How often do we know that by faith that we can do something? But then something else distracts us. And we go, I'm not as strong as I need to be. I fall. That's what happened to Peter. But see, Jesus' faith in God knew that he could take care of him. So when Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward him and saw the strong winds and, and he began to sing and save me, Lord, Jesus reme- immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? That's what happens to us. We have faith but then we let doubt get in our way and we fall. We shouldn't have doubt. Even when it's time for Jesus to die... He kept the faith to His Father. John 19, 28-30 Jesus knew that His mission was now finished and to fulfill the scripture, He said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was set in there. So they soaked up a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch and held it to His lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up the spirit. Now, until the time a complicated system of sacrifices had atoned for sins, sin separates God, people from God. Only through a sacrifice and shed blood of an animal, a substitute, could, be, could people be forgiven and become clean before God but people continually sin so frequently sacrifices were required Jesus however became the final and ultimate sacrifice for sin the word translated finished also means paid in full Jesus came to finish God's work of salvation to pay the full penalty for our sins he did this willingly because of his faith to God to see that his plan was finished out. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That's in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hebrews 11.6, but without faith it it is impossible to please Him, for he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking in unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right-hand throne of God. Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace... Are you saved through faith? And that not of yourself is the gift of God. Finally, with Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And this life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. ultimate faith is what Jesus had. He had the faith of God with him the whole time. And he has several examples there showing how he lived his life. He was perfect. He's sinless. And we have the sins to carry on every day because we're told we sin. But do you have the faith of Abraham, or Noah, Moses, or Joseph? They were all good men. They had great faith. Or do you have the ultimate faith of Jesus? The highest, the greatest faith that there is. To have that, we must hear the word. We must believe. We must trust. We must obey. And we must repent. And live each day according to what God has us to do. What does it mean to have the faith of Jesus? Having faith in Jesus Christ means relying completely on Him, trusting in His infinite power, intelligence, and love. It includes believing His teachings. It means believing that even though we do not understand all things, He does. So, how is your faith? The fact that Jesus lived by faith in his Father was a part of his own teaching, ministry. Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. We should live each day according to our faith, and it should be The ultimate faith of Jesus as he lived his life. It was kind of hard to look at this because so many people, men, had done great faith. Jesus, being perfect, had the ultimately greatest faith of all. And he died, giving his life for us so that we could have a hope in heaven with him. Um, my prayer is that we all have the faith... God, that we have Jesus in our life. Let's go to God in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Creator of all things, we come before you thanking you for all the blessings for us. We ask for your Holy Spirit to fill our hearts that we may gain the steadfast faith of Jesus. The example he set before us, the love he showed us his compassion, his mercy, his forgiveness for us to put our trust and obedience in you. Help us to lead faithful lives as Jesus has. We pray, Father, that it's your will that we do. Help us to teach others of your word. Be with us, Father. Forgive us of our sins. And Help us to always remain strong in you. For we ask all of this in your Son's most precious and holy name. Amen.